0: Hey everybody, uh, before the episode starts, I just thought I should preface that some of the audio in this episode sounds like dog butt. And uh, that's just cause we were having some microphone issues that we couldn't really do much about. So uh, this is the best that we've got. And I you know, just work to make do with the audio that we had and we should have this fixed for future episodes. So uh, enjoy the show. All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. So you recognize uh, Councilman David Arthur. He was the incumbent and he did keep his council seat. As opposed to normal politician glad-handing, this feels a little different. Like, you can tell now that he is probing you to get little bits of information through casual conversation. Okay, I understand, but do you have any form of ID on you whatsoever? And I credit card, library card. Uh, that'll work. It's got a fake name on it. Okay. Uh, what is the fake name? (laughs) The
1: the fake name is, Rochelle, Stone. Are you, are you in trouble with the cops? It depends on how you feel about them. Um, man,
0: fuck those guys. Come into the back. As you look up, you see the door open. Damn it! And an all too familiar face walks in. Oh, uh, Rochelle. Uh, funny meeting you here.
1: Um, hey! <laughs>
0: Uh before we dive back into this scene with Detective Sergeant Ditko, uh, you did do quite a bit of stuff last episode, and you furthered the investigation enough. I think that's a minor um, that's a minor milestone. Uh, you can get a refresh and uh, get some fate points back, but uh, Christine, I don't think that we've had any enough any reasonable enough justification for for Des to clear that moderate consequence yet. So Damn. you still got that blocked out. Oh, well. So uh, Detective Sergeant Ditko has entered the speakeasy and uh, looks to the four of you, and uh, he pauses for a second. There's a, there's a moment where he opens his mouth as if to speak a- after taking in a big breath and just turns on his heel back toward the door. <laughs> he almost takes a step, uh, and then sort of in protest of himself sighs heavily and, uh, walks over toward your table.
2: I'm just gonna pull my cell phone out and start recording a voice memo.
0: (laughs) Oh. Yep. Yep. This is, uh, completely expected. How's it going, Air Officer? It's, uh, not great, Albion. Mr. Graves. Whatever. Uh, you know what? I don't think we're familiar enough for me to start calling you your first name, so I'll keep it professional. It's going great, Mr. Graves.
3: Yeah, this is a nice joint that me and my friends are here eating at.
0: Uh, yeah. Haven't haven't actually seen you in the parlor before. You uh is this is your first time down here? Yep. I heard on
3: them internets that it's a it's a hell of a joint, so you know. I figure why not enjoy a clandestine meal in a hidden establishment? Are you making fun of me? No, I'm making fun of you. I'm at. Look,
0: genuinely, no. I'm just saying it, speakeasies are cool. Okay. Because uh, I recall the last time that I had the pleasure of making everyone his acquaintance, uh, things were considerably less friendly. Well,
3: I mean, yeah, it was New Year's Eve and everything was weird.
0: Yeah, actually, um, you know what? Uh, Do, do you mind? He motions to a chair that is empty at your table. Uh, do we mind, guys?
1: I want to know, why is there a fifth chair at a table of four?
0: <laughs> it's a six top.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
3: well... I don't I don't wanna be rude. So yeah, by all
0: means. Before you've even finished not objecting, he's already started getting into the chair.
1: Is he sitting backwards like a cool youth pasture?
0: Absolutely not.
4: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious, is he in his uniform or is he you know, is it is he off work? Like is he in his uh, civilian clothes?
0: Uh he's still in uniform, um, but you don't know if he's on duty or not. Mm-hmm. But Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Christine. Do you want a beer? Oh, uh Are you are you offering? If you can. Well, ah Okay, yep. I uh I understand your angle on that one. Um yes, I am currently off duty. I'm on my way home and I like to come in here to grab myself, you know, a burger and yes, a beer.
4: All right, um, I'll get you a beer then. Thank you for your service, officer.
0: Well, thank you for, uh, thank you for the beer. So, I gotta say, uh, I wish that we had met here instead of, you know, New Year's morning, uh, considerably more cordial, off to, I think, a better start. Uh, we see Chris has emerged from, uh, the back, and she's, uh, she has a beer already in her hand uh, that is, uh, she is like, you know, cracking open on her way to the table with a, with a mug and, ah, uh, yes, uh, th- oh, thank you. Um, uh, if you don't mind, uh, would you put it on, um, I'm sorry, uh, I forgot your name. What was your name again?
4: Miss Mar- Martinez's
0: tab. Right, Miss Martinez, thank you. And, uh, Chris just sort of, uh, has a, has a look on her face and just, you know, gives a nod of acknowledgement and, uh, says, The usual? Yeah. Yeah, the usual would be, would be perfect. Have, have you all, uh, put in for food yet?
3: Yeah, uh, I'll order a burger. Look, man, you, I'm sure you can tell from my accent where I'm from, we appreciate specific kinds of cooking, so... Obviously, I ordered myself a
0: burger. Yep, that yep makes perfect sense to me. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Chris. Chris just sort of um has a a hard to read expression on her face as uh, she turns uh, away, and uh, I'm gonna have everybody make an alertness roll. The target of which is four.
2: Alertness is one of my good stats. Not one, I roll a negative three. That's zero. Three. Two.
0: Uh, two. Okay. Um, so, nope, nobody caught whatever that was, so,
2: okay. Did anyone want to spend a fate point to catch it?
0: No. You know, I'm sure it's fine, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, Ditko just shakes his head uh, a little bit with a sort of bemused little... Expression and a sigh, and just says, "Good, you know, good kid when uh when she's not you know being so what's what's the word for it uh oppositional defiance disorder or something like that uh, yeah I mean she's real bright. I don't want to oh you know,
3: armchair psychiatrist anyone, so I will refrain.
0: Oh. I know her mother. Ah, oh, fair enough.
3: Oh my god!
0: So, so, uh, I actually do know the young woman here. I'm take, I make it a point to uh be familiar with the town that I, you know, am here, sort of serving and protecting. So uh, I do make it a point to be familiar with people, and given that you are still in this town, you know, a couple weeks after we first cross paths how we did, I figured I'd make it a point to, uh, find out more about everyone here.
3: Alright, well, cool. That's awful cop of you. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna, you know, ask questions, or you're just gonna stand there or, or you sit there looking at me, or uh, how do we do this? Who talks first? You talk first, I talk first? Sylvester, Star Wars. Gonna take big how, how clever. A fucking
0: swig of whatever drink is
2: closest to his hand.
0: <laughs> actually uh yeah you uh you haven't said much over there doc you uh is he normally this taciturn he's from new york
3: and yeah so he is around the police he's
0: gonna keep drinking and he's just gonna put his finger he's just gonna put his index finger up as he continues to drink <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, I I ain't some sort of big city copper, so, like, I'm legitimately here just trying to do my best, okay? Look, I ain't passing no judgment. I'm just saying. Good. Well, thank you. <clears throat> I might even apologize for asking you if that was your Harry Potter name or whatever. Well, I would appreciate that apology. Thank you. See? We're building bridges. So, you know, it's the strangest damn thing about when we all actually met for the first time down by uh, down by the wharf. I still haven't gotten a good explanation as to any of all that. Really, we've we've investigated as much as we can, but uh, I guess the best answer that anyone's going to have right now is some sort of freak snow squall dredged up a boat from the bottom, which. You'd think how many of those we get a year, what with the lake and all, that would have happened sooner, but he just shrugs. Climate change
3: is weird, man.
0: Yep, that's what I keep hearing.
3: I mean, look, we ain't exactly actively investigating. I'm a civilian,
0: so. Okay, just
4: didn't. So your investigation's not going very well, then, you'd say.
0: Um, given that that is the answer that we have after two full weeks, no. Not going great.
1: I mean, what is there to investigate if, I mean, was anyone hurt or taken or anything like that?
0: I'm, I'm actually kind of curious about your word choice there, um, Miss Stone. What do you mean? You asked if anyone was taken taken by uh by what
1: I don't know like a kidnapper when like crazy stuff happens people get kidnapped I don't know i've I've been on Twitter
0: <laughs> <laughs> um he uh he eyes you suspiciously and doesn't stop even after that explanation
1: I need to learn to not let ro near this man. <laughs>
0: Um, so he, uh, just sort of, he, he lets that, uh, lets that explanation sit for a second, takes a, a sip of his drink. Okay. Uh, sure. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, though, I guess. Anyway. Um, so, this is, uh, this is awkward. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Well, you sat down with us to be fair. You have a point. Uh, but uh somebody offered to buy me a drink, so I thought it was only polite. Can I
3: mm, trying to figure out the way to ask this, so, so you're a cop? Yeah. And um I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit uh, left wing on you here for a second.
0: Oh, you, here you we, we were doing so well.
3: No, we weren't. Be real, dude. When you say you want to serve and protect, do you mean everyone? And do you mean from
0: everything? He sort of blinks at you for a moment, trying to sort of understand the scope of the question that you're asking and why you would ask it that way. Yeah. Are you to protect uh, him
2: from... Sorry, uh, let me... Can I have Abby and Al- Albion elaborate?
0: Um, you can if you want.
3: Are you willing to protect them not just from threats external, but threats internal? I mean, we've all heard about some of these officers. Everyone says it's just a few bad apples. You willing to protect folk from those bad apples?
0: He uh, takes a sizable drink of, of his beer. And uh, there's a deep inhale. And um, he he looks at you with his head tilted forward, sort of looking through his eyebrows uh, at you. Uh, and says, "I don't particularly care for your tone or the nature of the things you're asking but I will be completely honest with you because I think that's only fair and right. I don't, I don't really give a shit who you are. I'm here as a detective and a sergeant to make sure that people in this city, in my jurisdiction, are safe. That's my job. It starts and ends there. People here depend on me to keep them safe. That's a hard line.
3: So if there was something inside the system that was threatening them, you'd stand up against that?
0: Is there something particular that you are suggesting is inside the system that I ought to be standing against right now, Mr. Graves?
3: No, we're talking hypotheticals.
0: Okay. Because if you did have... If this was one of those where, you know, leading questions if you were trying to be all Socratic with me and then reveal at the moment, you know, at last moment, the prestige that you knew something about one of my boys, or... Let me
3: let me interrupt you right there. Do I look like a man who's intelligent enough to know what the hell a Socratic method is and how to use it in conversation?
0: <laughs> no, but I think your doctor friend is. That's why he's laughing at me. Yeah. Look,
3: mm-hmm. man, I'm asking you this completely godlessly well i just want to know ain't where that stand. the
0: fucking truth <sighs> if you're asking about if i would if i saw something or what i say something i i'd like to think i would All you right. know i'd like to think i would
3: i'm actually honestly pretty glad to hear that you know there's a lot of times where folks aren't willing to uh Look at their own and see if there's a problem. Families aren't willing to turn on other members of their families. It always is protect our own first fuck everybody else. I want to know there's some people out there who are still willing to take that
0: hard look. Well. Oh, okay, good. I, uh, I'm glad that we are apparently on the same page about this one. Good. I'm sorry for getting awkward there. I just, it's been on my chest, and I
3: wanted to get it off before we went further. Okay. You know, make sure my friends here and I are all of a similar mindset, you know? Hmm.
0: Okay.
4: Hey, Mike, a question? Yes. Uh, if I were to do an empathy read on him, would my men- my uh, moderate consequence affect that at all?
0: Uh, Not necessarily. Uh, it It doesn't have to.
4: Is it okay if I do a empathy check?
0: Sure, uh, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give this one a target of three, four. Nice. All mm-hmm. All right. Uh, good. So uh, you you are getting a uh, you're getting a read off of him. Uh, you're gonna get the essence of one of his aspects. Um, and uh it it seems like this is somebody who has uh, achieved his position of detective sergeant through uh the merits of his work and through a lot of long hours and sleepless nights so um you it seems you have the idea of the aspect of him of um i've worked too damn hard
4: okay i was just curious like if uh if he's sincere or if he's giving us bull.
0: So I haven't had you contest a role yet, but so far it you uh you don't have you don't have a reason to explicitly distrust him based on your your empathy role and your conversation with him. Okay. So um so uh yeah. Um he he just uh he's sort of sitting there drinking uh, drinking his drink and uh you know thinking his thoughts and sort of passively gauging the four of you uh, and potentially making empathy roles of his own okay so um so there is I suppose uh, some awkward silence unless anybody chooses to engage him hey Chris from from the back you uh you you see somebody poke their head out the uh, the kitchen door
4: yeah. I, you know, this cop works very hard.
0: Can I get him a shot of tequila? <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, he says, "Oh no, that's not ne-, as it, he starts saying that's not necessary." As Chris has already uh, disappeared behind the bar, and uh, there is a a shot glass and some tequila. And she walks over and says, for, for all, all your, your hard, hard work. work. And uh, walks away. And um, I assume that you your eyes are just burning him until he takes the shot?
4: Well, not in his eyes, because, oh dear.
0: <laughs> uh, you you don't have soul gazes, do you?
4: Oh, I guess I don't. I always thought that I did. I've got channeling, no. Ritual, Sponsored Magic, the Sight, Oh, I guess I can look him in the eye then.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Dare you to drink it. I dare you. I will kill you with kindness. <laughs> you're, you sat um, with us.
0: <laughs> um, you are, you're going to use, okay, you're using the social pressure of the fact that he's sitting there with you. He kind of invited himself to your table and you're buying him around to try to get him to do the thing.
4: i think that's
0: i think that's going to be uh i'm going to call that a social conflict to uh to actually get this to happen um but uh he's he's got a scene tag on him of social niceties (laughs) so make a make a presence roll oh i don't have presence or would you say rapport in this case then
4: Um, I do have Rapport. Let's see here. My Rapport is a two. Uh, I rolled two negatives, so that is a zero Rapport.
0: Good. Okay. Um, I love it. You know what?
4: I just got a fate point.
0: (laughs) Well, um, he didn't roll good.
4: Oh, cool. Alright.
0: So, he, uh, he gives you a bit of a look but he she
4: smiles at him with her of eyes. of course <laughs>
0: um and you you can read you can read hit the the expression in his eyes of of course and he you mm-hmm. gotta uh, I just did a motion with my hands that you can't see uh picks up the shot glass does a little you know a little customary nod for cheers and downs the tequila shot um just, ugh, yeah fucking burns. Well, uh, thank you for that. Um Always nice to relax
4: it. after a long shift, I imagine.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it is. That's that's kind of why I come here. Uh Not too many people down here to give me any any grief. Unlike uh unlike today in which the four of you just all happen to be here. I assume well, I this is going to co- is this going to continue until you get him another round? <laughs>
4: Oh, but officer, we're not giving you trouble. I feel like I'm being quite generous here.
0: <laughs> I, I'm actually asking, is this going to happen again? Are you going to get him another round? Um, She will order two now. <laughs> one for her and one for him? Oh, no.
4: She doesn't partake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you doing the thing where you order two and then you go, oh, no, I don't drink? Exactly. <laughs> That's <is> exactly <laughs> what she's doing. Oh my
1: gosh! I love this. She's drinking so tea. much.
0: I, that's incredible. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna have you make another presence role, Uh Sorry, rapport, and you, you. I'm gonna give you another free scene tag of the fact that yes, there is still a certain sort of social contract in play here.
4: Okay, that is a three rapport
0: this time good i rolled even worse all right <laughs> so enjoy
4: getting <laughs> um
0: so you have ordered two and then mm-hmm. uh when they come he uh he's like well i guess i'm gonna be relaxing uh quite a bit tonight and uh he sets he sets the glass down uh, the other shot glass down in front of you
4: oh no i don't partake
0: his expression, uh, his, um, his demeanor shifts and he just sort of, <laughs> the, the pleasant look on his face drops and just, ah, I see. Well, I'm, I'm sure that um, one of you three do and he has a forced little smile.
2: <laughs> mm,
0: yeah. Well, cheers to you, Mr. Graves, then he tosses it back yep uh and uh and on this this shot of of tequila he has no expression whatsoever and he looks at Albion and just says cowboy face right
3: (laughs) is that a joke about my accent can it
0: be I guess yeah cowboy face (laughs) Mm mm-hmm so after two rounds and a beer, the food is now hitting the table.
2: I assume. Sorry, I assume we're just gonna make small talk for the rest of the time now that he's nice and lubed up, unless anyone else has a plan. Just
1: kind
0: um, of endearing ourselves to him.
1: I want to find so, out more about him.
0: Uh, okay, uh, make me make me an empathy roll, and considering that he is, uh, as Tom says, socially lubricated. Uh, I'm gonna make this one a challenge of two. Alright. That's a four. Okay. Uh, very good. So, you're able to get, um, you're you're able to get uh, a bit of, uh, uh, one of his aspects. Um, and, uh, so, uh, you, you've, you know, you, have started to get an impression of, of this guy and, uh, the way that he operates and, um, sort of where, where he, where he sits. And, uh, you've learned one of his aspects, which is, um, from green to jaded in only 20 years. Okay. And you, uh, you can use information that you gain that way to try to, you know, like, negotiate the conversation. If you want to make me a rapport roll, you super could.
1: I will do that, because my rapport is at a three. So let's, uh... That is a five. How much was that? It's a five.
0: Incredible. Yes. You don't even need to use your free scene tag to uh, get this to work. So um, you're you're trying to sort of open him up and get more out of him through conversation, yes?
1: Yeah, I want to know everything about him.
0: Okay. So um, actually, I have a question. Christine?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Since... Since you've got him talking, are you going to be surreptitiously plying him with more alcohol?
4: I think that every time he, it, like, if he if he starts to finish his beer, she's just gonna start making eyes at the drink menu.
0: <laughs> <sighs>
4: she's just gonna start looking at it, and meanwhile she has ordered a glass of water for Albion.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Alright, so um, I'm gonna say that uh, he's He's going to have to make a roll against this to see if it's see if he can see through this obvious thing that's happening uh, (laughs) or if he's going to be a little blinded by the alcohol of it. So um, I'm going to have you make a uh, let's go with a deceit roll. But again, you have a free tag for that.
4: I don't think I even have deceit, <laughs> and I and anything else can't use anything else other than deceit.
0: Um, in this case, uh, because you are trying to, since you're doing something kind of surreptitious, uh, and you have been for a while, I should have been probably making you roll deceit before. But since you're really pushing beyond the social niceties of getting this dude to drink, I think we're into deceit.
4: Okay, that's a negative one.
0: Okay, well, um, you get a free scene tag, which is a plus two. Okay, so that is a one. Okay, well, isn't it great that he rolled really bad? <laughs> this is just absolutely not Ditko's night for rolls.
4: <laughs> what? We're being I mean, so friendly, buying him drinks, getting I him mean, to I open up.
0: <laughs> I could show you, I could like take video right now of the two minuses that I just rolled so great i love it so um yep you have now officially plied him with alcohol sufficiently and uh he's he's talking way more than he ought to uh (laughs) about things um for the record uh tom albion will probably be disappointed to hear that um he doesn't believe he's ever been in a circumstance where he's had to uh really do anything uh vis-a-vis a another officer in his uh precinct you know under especially under his jurisdiction uh acting out of line um he, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's ever had a, a time when that's been necessary so you're not sure now if his position is from a perspective of privilege or actual good moral high ground so yeah well uh,
2: i mean he's a cop so albion already has very strong opinions about him
0: yeah and the i'm sure that he's not doing much of anything to uh, necessarily assuage those um at least not that much so uh he's uh yeah he's he's just kind of talking about how things have changed over time uh and how you know things have just gotten more and more difficult and more complicated over time um so all in all really fun conversation with somebody that you probably aren't that fond of and that's the whole table, I assume, is in that in that <laughs> space of not feeling super fond of the guy. Well, yeah, we'll talk about
2: Albion's feelings on him later.
0: Um, ho- however, there was a really good rapport role uh, about, uh, that was related to him, uh, going from green to jaded over time. And, uh, he he kind of gets off on a bit of a tangent about um appeasing politicians like local politicians and you know how uh to get things done you you know there's there's so much that you have to do to like make the right people happy to to see positive change uh in the community and um if you want you can try to press further on that or you can you can not
3: yeah, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna see if I can get him talking more. What's been going on with the local politicians
3: then? What's uh What's uh, been going on there?
0: Well, uh, it's just uh, it's just like we gotta we gotta fight to get our budget that we need to do our jobs because I'm sure you've seen the kinds of like drug related crime that's been an issue in town in the past few years. It seems like that's been on the rise. So you gotta, you gotta be able to like, that's the thing. Well, I hate about that. I can't keep people safe from that proactively. You know, like I can't, I can't know someone's gonna do drugs and then pull the drugs away from them beforehand. All I can do is arrest them after the fact like sucks but you know i've seen it seen it happen to people that i respect and care about so you know times are times are difficult but i felt like it would have been a boon to have that uh that um that place yeah the, the electric plant right across the street from uh, the station Felt like that should have been converted into space. I was, uh, I was a little suspicious. I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about it at first, but then I came around and thought, hey, could be a community center and help turn things around. Uh, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the right people happy to keep the budget coming in.
2: and, uh, what was the name of that politician we met in City Hall?
0: Well, uh, Sylvester, you were chatting with one Councilman David Arthur. So was
3: that, I've, I've heard the name David Arthur bandied about, is, is that the thing he was involved with, was keeping that out of the public's hands?
0: No, he, he, I mean, he just voted against it, though he, he might have swayed some of the other council members to vote against it, too. What, since when were you so involved in local politics, I thought you weren't from town.
3: I mean, I ain't, but I do appreciate when, uh, the public good is, uh, put in front, and I do not have a lot of taste for politicians.
0: Oh, fucking amen. I'm glad we got something to see eye to eye on, he says as he, uh, knocks back, um, some more alcohol. <laughs>
2: hey,
0: Chris, uh, no. can we start getting this guy some water, please? Uh... Christine is actually Des is already doing that. Okay, because fair enough. Des because Des is a wonderful human being.
4: <laughs> she probably orders some of coffee.
0: Hmm. Alright. Um so uh Sylvester, um you have the most history with this councilman, and the idea that uh he's that he might have pushed uh, other council members to vote against something that he was supposedly initially on board with is uh, furthering your suspicion of him. Right. He was acting kind of squirrely earlier. I mean, more so than normal. Oh, you, oh, you saw him. You saw him today. Yeah, like just before we got in here. Huh. Well, small town, small. <laughs> yeah, it's a small town. Yeah, pretty much. I meant to say it's a I meant to say it's a small world, but you know, uh, I wouldn't want to paint the town either.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stephen
0: Wright, right? Yeah, yeah, F- fucking funny guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think you're right. I think he is kind of squirrely, but like, uh, I hate that. Up us us up in the up in <laughs> up us us up in the higher echelons got a glad hand with assholes like Councilman Arthur. I'm off the clock, and this is off the record. You stopped that phone recording, right? Uh, uh, my phone does not have enough memory. I don't know if you saw that I had to flip it open. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't need that getting back to him. I already have enough trouble with that guy as it is. Nah, we wouldn't ratchet out to him. He's a squirrely bitch. See? You're you're one of the good ones. (laughs) I'm gonna just let that slide. (laughs) Probably for the best. Yes. Uh, Yes,
2: it
3: is. uh, Um, I should also let that
0: slide. Wait, what? Um, One of the good ones
3: you said to the only black guy at the table.
0: Oh, oh, hey, I was not thinking about the doctor. I'm sorry about that. It's all right, man. I mean, you're shit faced and things happen. I know you didn't mean anything, you know, fucked up by it. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely uh, I don't think I've ever not been this sober at 630 on a Tuesday night before. Yeah, we have that effect on people sometimes. Yeah, I'm not fucking surprised. If I had to be around you for all the time, I know I'd be drinking a lot more too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> See, he gets it. Uh Can I look up on my phone uh Mr. Arthur's uh you know, voting history? Uh yeah, if you uh if you search, uh, if you search right for it, then you probably could. And computer use is a scholarship role. Yay! So I'm gonna give this a target of, uh, four. Okay. Five. Five. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you definitely are able to look up, uh, his voting history, uh, and, like, you're, you're going through various town portals as the other three are sort of continuing to, uh, engage with the detective sergeant and uh you you find that his his voting record uh does seem to change around a certain point in time somewhere around 2016 which was really sort of the the year that was like the crux of whether or not the more municipal plant would be converted into a public space or not and um you you can you can put the pieces together to see that his his voting record definitely uh changes around then and not in a completely consistent way either for being so fiscally responsible he seems to be willing to uh pass money around to other things in other places but not that hmm. Is there any more of
3: the plan we didn't
0: actually explore Um the the bulk of the plant is just kind of completely abandoned and it wouldn't necessarily be safer, very safe to access any of the higher levels of the plant. Um, and you definitely know that in the pilings underneath where there is a hidden entrance uh, to uh, out to the lake and into in from the lake, uh, which was also hidden slightly by magic, uh, you know, that drugs were run through there. Hmm. And also, apparently, a uh, weird sort of uh, magic guy lives there, maybe. Right. Hmm. So,
2: can I look at his uh, list of donors?
0: That is, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be a matter of public record, unless, like, certain people did a it might be like you might have to submit a freedom of information act request oh, fuck. which you super can all right <laughs> it's just gonna take a while because fiaa's um or FIA, I think it's just fia thank you foia uh foia tickets do take significant amounts of time uh, to actually get you your results back, so you wouldn't be able to figure that out now, but you can certainly submit one. Alright, I might as well submit one. Super. Howdy, hi, and hello. It's Michael, your GM, your best friend, and your audio engineer who is trying the best he can. Sorry about the uh, the audio quality on this one, but uh, it's the best we can do. So thank you so much for listening in spite of all of that. Uh, I promise next episode will sound significantly better. In exciting news, today's episode is brought to you by iBuyDirect. Glasses. Lots of people need them, like me, and iBuyDirect has got them at prices that even goofs like me can afford. Frames range from 6 bucks to 70 bucks and can be customized with a large variety of high-quality lenses. But Michael, I hear you cry, I thought I had to try on my glasses in a store and have awkward interactions with glasses salespeople in order to find frames that I only sort of like. Wrong, dummy. I buy direct stands by their products by offering a 14-day fit and style guarantee and a 12-month product guarantee with every pair of glasses that they sell. And 95% of their customers are satisfied with their products. Uh, Also, don't leave your house right now if you can avoid it. So, you know, glasses stores, don't go there. Go to iBuyDirect instead. Follow the link in the episode description and get a 25% off on orders of $65 or more when you use code FUN25, F-U-N-25. We've got even more amazing coupon codes in the episode description, so uh, get you some new specs without leaving the house for safety and eyesight. What I'm very excited about is that for the first time ever, I have a pocket note to read. Yay! "Ah, I'm so happy about this. Uh, this message is actually to our very own Christine Savage. Woo, hooray! And it appears to be a very special message from one very special person in her life. Andrew Savage., <clears throat> it reads. I wish you a happy birthday, I wish you a happy birthday, I wish you a happy birthday, and I love you so much. Isn't that just the sweetest thing you have ever heard? Well, if you want someone to to get a message, or to wish someone else a happy birthday, or make me sing, or do whatever, I will read like Shakespeare sonnets or something, as long as you... Buy a pocket note. Uh, Anyone in the cast can actually read a delightful pocket note for you or anyone. Uh, Go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocket notes to find out more. Speaking of the Pocket Podcast Network, we would like to thank them as always for hosting our show. There are so many other wonderful shows on the network uh, like Steampunks and Them's the Facts and Home Viewing. Um, Just go check out all of these wonderful programs. Also, a big thanks to our guest, Britty Lee, for lending her vocal talents as Chris, who works at Zabby and Elf's Stone Soup, and also now The Parlor for the past couple of episodes. You can hear more of her stuff on the D&D podcast, No Dice, and also on Cult Classics, which is a new podcast that she and her sister have made where they make horse movies and it's hilarious speaking of no dice we're actually going to have a show swap episode in our next episode so you get to hear the cast and crew of no dice run an adventure in the dresden files universe that we've created um i am nervous and excited and terrified because i have not heard it yet uh, you can also talk to us and get news from us on our Twitter and Facebook feeds at GMMcast. Uh, we rely entirely on word of mouth for advertising. So if you are going to tweet about the show, uh, make sure to use the hashtag GMMcast. And uh, we, we do check that particular hashtag. Uh, so if you are tweeting about the show, uh, we can name an NPC after you. That's the thing that's happened a bunch of times now and is going to happen even more on upcoming episodes. We also have a Discord server that you can join. Uh, We play Jackbox games and have movie nights and stuff at least once a week. Uh, All that information is, again, in our episode description. So thank you so much, and uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, I'm John. I'm Gabe. And I'm Chris. We're three friends who went to college together. Hey, Gabe, did you know that Akira Kurosawa has a writing credit on Star Wars? I didn't know that. Good, because I made it up. I have one. The creator of the Frisbee made his ashes into a commemorative run of Frisbees. I don't believe you. That's 100% real, my dude. Then's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Every other Wednesday. On the Pocket Podcast Network. In the In the meantime... Ro, how are you handling being around this guy who uh, seemed to have it in for you for a little while? And he now seems to be a little friendly, maybe too friendly with all I'm of
1: you. I am wildly uncomfortable with it, but I think that <laughs> Ro's going to try to pay attention as close as possible to if he's saying anything that, like, information she can use in the future like if he mentions anything about like ever being married or how he feels about like his old partner anything that she can like I don't know, use later she's trying to focus in on
0: okay yeah I can give you some of that for free for sure Um, you know that he's not got anybody at home waiting for him so uh, that much you know for sure uh, and if you were to take a look, you would see that he does have he does have a ring. So you piece together that he probably was married and that he's n- probably not anymore or could just be separated. You don't know. All you know is no one's waiting. So for So that,
1: that's something I, I want to follow up on, but not right this second, because I, I think I, I think I have a th- a thought.
0: OK, OK. Is that a thought you're um, acting on right now?
1: Not right this second, but I think when Ro gets a second, she's gonna go up to go use the bathroom and try to talk to Chris.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Um I can I can definitely that'll definitely happen. Uh no reason for it not to. So uh yeah, you uh you 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 excuse yourself to use the restroom and In your attempt to signal Chris uh, for an aside, you realize that she has actually been trying to get your attention to signal you for an aside.
1: Perfect timing. Hey, um, so... What the fuck? Uh, About which part? Us getting, uh, getting this guy really drunk, or the rest of it?
4: Take your pick.
1: Um, well, we came here to kind of debrief after a a gang meeting, and uh, he just kind of showed up. So, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not super,
4: super crazy about, um, Dicko over there just hanging around all the time because I'm pretty sure nobody else is going to patronize us for the rest of the night as long as he's here. Because he usually just comes in, grabs a beer, takes a bite for the road, like he takes his food with him. If you keep this guy around here on neutral ground for too much longer, people aren't going to show up.
0: What what do you know about Chris uh then realizes that they've said something and uh their like their expression just sort of changes immediately to uh oh like, shit. through a little bit of like surprise, muted horror. And then just yeah, like I, no, I mask. caught that
1: too. So, um, yeah, no, I'm gonna keep asking my. So, what do you know about anything to do about his past?
3: Uh, well, I he, he knows my mom, so
4: I've gotten here a few things about the guy, but
0: look, how about this? And, uh, she pulls out her cell phone and hands it to you, uh, and after, you know, unlocking it and going up to the contacts page.
1: So, I add my number in and as I'm doing that, I say, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we could meet at a different neutral ground next time. And I just look at her. Don't you fucking mention that to anyone. No, I just thought I'd, uh, mention it to you.
0: Chris gives you, uh, Gives you a hard look and uh, takes her phone back.
1: Get this guy out of here. I'll get right on that. And then I head back to the table.
0: Okay. So uh, I am going to engage in a little bit of something here. With uh, with the absence of Ro, um and the previous conversation pretty much like ended with sylvester uh doing an foia request uh he realizes he has not engaged that much with his gracious drink buying host um and uh the tech the detective sergeant uh just sort of looks at uh, looks at you desdemona and says miss um mart Mar- martinez martinez thank you uh don't know why that one's. I have a hard time with that one sticking tonight. But, uh, uh I don't know. I didn't met. I I guess. I guess you just. Anyway. Hey, uh, you look f- you you look kind of familiar. That's something that's been bugging me since uh, since we first met. I don't know why. I can't place it. But I feel like I feel like I've seen you around town before.
4: Well, you probably have. I am a Burlington native, born and raised.
0: Oh. Uh Hey, that's it's a good good town to be born and raised in. I'm uh, yes. born and raised born and raised here myself. I think it's why I care so much about uh what happens in Burlington's. I'm not one of those like, you know, fucking city rent-a-cops from some other town somewhere, you know. I live here. It's my town. I live here.
4: I can appreciate a protector when I see one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um. Yeah. I have just been curious. Where do you? Where do you live in town? Because uh I guess it's some back road, confusing ass place. Because your uh, your your friend Rochelle like couldn't couldn't direct me to it. You asking her on a date there, officer? What? What? Oh, no, no. Uh, Cuz you're no, asking
3: no. where she lives and we're getting personal now, my man. I am trying to obfuscate the conversation.
0: <laughs> hey, you've been you've been asking a lot of personal questions about me, so Yeah, well that's just Yeah. I Like have. Yeah, so I'm just saying what part of town? Like I don't want your street address. If I want that, I'll just pull you over sometime and ask for your license. Or just look it up.
4: Now, yeah. Sergeant Ditko, which part of you is asking me where I live? Is it the friend who I've been buying drinks for all night? Because if so, that's rather personal for a man I've just met at a bar. Or if it's the officer, um, well, I can't help but wonder... Why, you need to know. So which is it? Which half? Uh,
0: he... He... There is a pregnant pause uh, as he contemplates your answer. Uh... Sort of stares at you with his mouth slightly open in what... You're not sure if it's a grin or not. Uh... And he just says... He just looks and goes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. Uh yeah. You know, you you're right. You you're right. I, uh, I I will retract the question. You you got you got me there. I appreciate that. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I apologize. Oh, man. What you know, I don't know if I should be I I'm probably going to be sticking around here for a bit, but uh I imagine like shoulda had the check by now, right?
1: Well, all your drinks Everyone are on me. Is, so. done eating. is this around the time that Ro comes back? Yeah. So um I'm gonna say, well, uh you don't seem to be doing too hot, Detective. Did you drive here?
0: I'm I'm not driving home. That's that's for damn sure. I'm here to enforce and keep laws, not break them. Well,
1: I was just gonna say, why don't we, uh, why don't we call you an Uber and uh, kind of send you on your way, so you can go home and get some rest and protect the city real hard tomorrow morning.
3: Hmm.
0: No, I, you know what? Uh, I can, I can do that. I can do that. That's fine. I can. Well, why don't you I, head
3: I, yourself down to Creamy's up by the wharf, grab yourself a maple cream. I know it's. Late. Actually, they're probably close. Go to the Skinny Pancake. I bet they have stuff there still. Or just go to bed.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah, get yourself yeah. some greasy
3: dessert food and sober up a little bit.
0: Mm. Yeah, I. Man, you you guys are pushy. I'm off duty now. I thought we were getting. Thought we were getting. I, I'm just
3: saying, man. I'm not trying to push you out of the door. I'm just saying the Skinny Pancake makes some fucking good crepes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good, uh, creppery would be you can't yeah. even
3: say the word creep. You are it's, far gone, officer.
0: Uh, that's because it's fucking creppery. You get the pronunciation of crep right, you hillbilly.
4: Okay, there's no need for for being rude or no. getting no, it I mean, okay?
3: wrong. I, I, I do have the hillbilly voice.
4: Look, See? all I know is that it is a Tuesday night. I know yeah. I've got to go back to selling real estate in the morning and I need to be bright eyed and bushy tailed. Uh and I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot on his plate for tomorrow, another long hard day in the police officer world. So, I think that it's time to call it.
0: Yeah, you know, uh you know, you bring up a good point. I've uh I've actually been trying to find a new place for oh, a while now. Uh got a little bit too much tied up in uh, where I'm right where I'm living right at the moment uh you have a card
4: I actually don't bring cards with me and I'm afraid that at this point officer that anything that we could do for each other would be a conflict of interest
0: okay oh <laughs> I don't I don't know why I'm just a private citizen trying to
4: who's trying to find out my address? No. And that makes me uncomfortable. Oh,
0: okay. You know what? First of all, thank you for the beverages. They were very fine. Second, wasn't asking about your address, just what part of town you lived in. Third, I thought a real estate agent would be more than willing to get some business from somebody that they have, you know. Anyway, why don't I go call myself that cab?
3: Okay. You know what? You have a good night, there, Detective Sergeant. This was a a very enlightening conversation. Well, I'm sure we'll run into each other again at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Seems like that's just gonna... Seems like I can't quite avoid you folks forever, so I'm sure we will. It's a small yeah, world town, got... after all. Yeah, it's a small world town. Yep. Yep, you got it. And, um... Uh, He he tosses 15 bucks on the table to cover his food and tip and steps outside into the cold January night to get himself a a cab of some kind.
3: All right, listen. I'm not a fan of the police. You may have learned that from the fact that I'm a, a fucking vigilante. I'm just saying, if we do need to bring the police in on this, he's probably the one we want to talk to. I mean, he's kind that. of the
1: only person.
4: So you want to look him in the eye and say that we're Faye and yeah, witches
1: that's and Monster Hunter, kind of the no, problem. I do
3: not want to do that, but if it comes down to it, he's the one I want to do it with.
1: Well, let's not let anything get to that point. In other news, we need to have a, a talk about um a friend of mine. Once we get back to uh Des's house, I think we should discuss. Who our our friends in town are.
3: All right, fair enough. Are right, you want? Should we head back, pay up our tab, and get out of here? What What's the plan?
1: Oh yes, I have to give Chris a very big tip. Can we just take Chris back to Dez's house? Is that a thing?
0: <laughs> uh, she's on the clock. You You want to? Inv- why Why would we invite Chris back?
1: I I think that there's. We have some some things in common, she and our, our group. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it later.
3: Wait, wait, hold the fuck on. She in the know? Uh,
1: yeah. I'm not allowed to say much, because I don't know who's around. But I would say that we...
0: The restaurant is empty. <laughs>
1: just to be on the safe <laughs> side. um, So you know how we get really good sandwiches with our, uh, our quad... Quadro group of four?
3: Yeah, at, uh, at yeah that, that's,
1: that's this, I think. Kinda.
3: He's gonna lean in close. This place is a neutral. Yeah, it,
1: I guess she kind of let it slip over there, yeah.
3: Cool. Huh. And here I thought it was just a fucking rad speakeasy. That's a hell of a coincidence. Alright, well, I'm ready to pay my tab. Same. Someone yell check, please.
0: Alright. Uh I have to I do have to ask a question, uh, Desdemona. What's your resources roll score again? Uh it's a one. You are actually gonna have to roll to be able to afford all of the elements I can help with that we if we need it.
4: I mean that's fair. Alright, that's a two.
0: Alright, you did it. You successfully inebriated an officer.
1: <laughs> and you didn't go With bankrupt kindness. doing
0: it Brad. yeah that's the expression <laughs> alright
4: yeah she leaves Chris a very generous tip as well because all she ordered was tea
0: <laughs> Yep. alright so I get I got the fun job of telling Britty hey guess what you're gonna have more lines to record yay which is not a problem um, so good 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 All right, yeah, that's definitely that scene is over. You have learned a few things in it. Good job. Um, okay, do we want to do we want to skip ahead a bit in time? Like, what are people's next things that they want to do?
2: Um, well, Sylvester was supposed to be wait, not I'm not gonna for Sylvester. We were hoping to research the politician, right, the councilman.
0: Yeah. Uh we kind of do I that? mean you put in you put in an FOIA, so if you want it, like you'll have to wait for that to come back.
2: Okay. Well, Allian might occasionally drive by the municipal plant. It's not that far up the road, so Okay. Um Just take a gander, try and, you know, see if people are if there if there's any sign that Shadrach is backed around.
0: And um yeah, Roe Excuse me. Um, Given the information that that Roe like this is this is not in character talk right now. This is like planning a next scene. Um, Rose had uh, information about the fact that her dad has a whole uh, drug operation uh, that apparently moved things through Burlington, through the pilings of the more municipal plant. Uh, possibly with some assistance of the Coast Guard either deliberately turning a blind eye or, like, having a a crooked person on staff. Um, And, oh, right, speaking of that, the FBI did very much want to talk to you, Miss Desdemona Brown.
4: Oh, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm not happy about it either.
0: Oh, the Dragnet theme. (laughs) i was trying to do the Uh, the white court dudes uh uh, voice accent i forgot how it goes so (laughs) because he has like a bug's Bunny Uh, accent it's weird yeah he's he's got a bit of a cartoonish accent unfortunately so uh, fyi I am in, I'm in my head justifying the fact that he has an amalgam of New York and Connecticut and Rhode Island accents. Well, clearly he's the the long child of Bugs Bunny and Joey Wheeler. Exactly. Uh, What I'm using, I'm justifying it in my head that he's definitely not from there, but is trying to pretend he is. I mean, he could argue he's from Flatbush because that is a traditional Flatbush accent. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. All right. Um, hey, do we want to have do we want to have that scene where you finally just have the conversation with the FBI?
2: Yeah, that should that that's probably a yeah. way to wrap the episode. All right, no one else wants to do a scene. Nah, no. Albion's mostly just staking out the morning. Yeah, I can't. Plant occasionally, do you need me to make like an investigation or something for that?
0: Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm just going to give you some information because you you're spending enough time there uh that i think if, if there's a role i will have you make one a little later uh but you also can use things like burglary to case the joint if you wanted to attempt to find stuff that you could tell me about it but investigation would be like yeah if you're staking it out more so uh, i'd say uh why don't we have why don't we have you give me an investigation roll for like a day's worth of scoping it out? Because I think um, it's it's a little bit in it's it's like seven at night now. So perhaps you would want to chat with uh, senior FBI tomorrow.
2: All right. So what am I? What's my target?
0: Um, I'm going to go with an investigation of uh, three.
2: OK, I'm going to be able to hit that. I, I rolled a four total
0: okay great so you're able to uh stake out the murray municipal plant for uh, a good amount of wednesday and just sort of be around try to see if you can see any activity going on around there uh it it's it's cold work it's not fun and you have to spend a lot of time in your car getting warm again uh but um you don't actually see much of anything happen there like you don't see anybody going in or out for the entirety of Wednesday unfortunately so you haven't spotted any new activity there uh, since Shadrach got pulled through away Desdemona has set up a a time to meet with um, Agent Pyburn to discuss some very particular events. So are you meeting at your house or were you going to meet uh agent Pyburn?
4: Neutral ground.
0: Which one?
4: Well, um last time we talked um there was only one neutral ground, so four corners.
0: Perfect. All right. So you decide to meet with him like would you say uh in the afternoon then?
2: Yeah. Okay, and is so it all of us it... that are going to be present, or just you?
0: I I think it was just a a Desdemona and Agent Pyburn conversation. I was pretty sure that he wanted it that way. In fact,
2: is it okay if Albion's waiting outside in the car?
0: Uh, you. Were... I think you're busy. Yeah, you're busy. Oh fuck!
1: But Sylvester and Roe so... could sit in the car and just be staring at the door. <laughs>
4: Honestly, if, I think if Desdemona was gonna ask somebody other than Albion, she might ask Warden Beaumont. That would make to be the most park. sense.
0: Isn't out of the But he's country?
4: But here's the thing. Desdemona does not have a car.
0: <laughs> and Warden Beaumont and Warden Beaumont isn't in town yet. Okay,
1: Des is going alone. Yeah.
0: He went to Edinburgh.
4: So she, she either rode her bike to Four Corners. Yeah, she could she could ride her bike to Four Corners.
0: Yeah, they've they've done a pretty good job keeping the snow off of the streets. So, all right, you find yourself at four corners of the earth. It's uh warm and inviting once you get in, as you did just bike there on a on a January day. So, uh, it's it's pretty frigid out there, but you you've dealt with this before, so you make it there and are uh, warming up as you enter the building. Uh, to find that Agent Pyburn is already there and waiting for you. Ah, <sighs> nice to see you, Miss Brown. Agent Pyburn? Yeah, uh, yep, take, uh, put in your order and, uh, take a seat. Okay. Alright. So I assume you order whatever you're going to get from Ladislav? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Mr. Mr. Pantheon, uh, Uh, would you mind being uh, closed for a little bit it's a bit of a sensitive conversation and uh, he he agrees and uh, sort of uh, turns the sign to closed on the door Uh, and um, you are now in the restaurant uh, after your sandwich has been delivered Uh, he he heads through a door to some back room that you don't know what's in it Uh, you just know that it's a door that has uh, a big old piece of art of the Virgin Mary on it and uh, he disappears behind that door and it is you and the agent alone in the four corners of the earth you can understand why I wouldn't want anyone else around for this uh, particular conversation
4: yes I believe so How has your recovery been?
0: Oh, I've been, uh, I've been fine. Uh, personally, I wasn't really too much in the thick of it, if you recall. Uh, the other guys, though, well, I mean, I'm sure he'll be getting off of administrative leave soon. The one that you, uh, maybe made him shit his pants a bit. I didn't do much of anything. Really? You didn't? I did what I had to to survive. But I thought you didn't do anything.
4: Technically, I didn't. Explain. Uh, it was Mr. Jack. I asked for help, and, well, um, he consumed a wendigo hole so I could escape.
0: So you're on familiar terms with it.
4: Unfortunately.
0: Okay. All right. I, uh, I have a question for you. There's, uh, I don't know if this is particularly your area of expertise. I don't know if you're much a fan of science fiction or, uh, uh, philosophy websites for weird thought experiments. Are you? Uh, not really, no. Right, you just talk to dead people. So, this, this is, uh... There's this thought experiment that people call the most terrifying thought experiment to ever exist. In fact, the website it was posted to banned it, took it down, because they thought it was an information hazard. Do you know what an information hazard is? I don't. An information hazard in the fields of psychology and and, uh, philosophy Is information that's true, but harms the person who knows it. It's bad, but it's true. So, you've never heard of uh, Roko's Basilisk, then? No, what is that? So, the thought experiment is basically that in the future, we're going to have a singularity event. Science fiction idea about... uh, Robots that are smarter than us. We build something that surpasses us in our own intellect and ability to evolve. So we have this singularity event, and we construct an AI that can think for itself and is way, way, way beyond the limits of anything we can conceive of right now. And we give it a directive to improve humanity. And what it does is it interprets this directive and says, all right, anybody who didn't help create me knowing that I was a project to exist suffers eternal torture because that will motivate people in the past to have wanted me built and it will get me built faster therefore I can help people sooner now this is future blackmail which shouldn't be possible but the idea is now that you know about it if it comes to pass in the future you're fucked so, or are
4: you going with this? Are you threatening me?
0: Absolutely not. I think it's a stupid idea. I'm, we're never going to build something like that shit. But I just need you to understand the kind of thing that we might be talking about here. Are you following any of this insinuation?
4: Look, I don't know what it is. Albion's tried to look at it once with the sight. And... Huh. It it nearly destroyed him mentally. It took Holy. him months of therapy to get through it, just to be able to comprehend what it is that he saw.
0: Um, okay. He he is wide eyed right now. Just he looked at it directly. <laughs> he,
4: he saw me. He, he saw me talking to something that wasn't there, and he he went right for it.
0: Holy shit. I, uh. Well, I guess, uh, I my previous experience proved that I underestimated the measure of Albion Graves in, uh, his capacity for heroism. But. You have no uh, idea. Well, now I may have underestimated him in a lot of ways.
4: Never underestimate Albion Graves.
0: Duly fucking noted. Has anybody, anybody else in your group seen that? No. Does anyone in your group know what that is?
4: The, the only thing that Albion surmised that it's possible that it is, is he called it, um, an other or something like that. It sounded he, like something from science fiction. It it sounded like it's, it was almost like you know that guy that meme you know aliens.
0: <laughs> the uh, uh, agent agent Pyburn has you you realize that he's not smiling uh, at all at the the kind of joke that you've made uh, and you see he was raising uh, a, one of his last bites of sandwich to his mouth. And uh, he just stopped cold. And his you can see his left hand, we're the, trying to hold the sandwich, is shaking. And there is a little plop as it hits the plate. No, no kidding. No, he... You just say, Albion Graves saw an outsider with the sight, talking to you.
4: Well, as far as I know, it's with me all the time. Okay. I, I didn't know.
0: Faster I, than, I... faster than you can anticipate. Uh, Agent Pyburn has tapped into his, su- his supernatural abilities uh, and has stood up from his seat and drawn his weapon, and it is, is pointing it straight at you. Oh shit. What are you doing? You, I'm asking you a goddamn question. Who the fuck are you, Desdemona Brown? You're kind of frozen in the moment because this uh, this this man that, that you know is a white-court vampire just sort of jumped to his feet faster than you could blink and drew his gun, and um, you're sort of stuck in place, frozen by the shock of this, and a voice that you recognize all too well says in your head. Well, go on, Miss Desdemona Brown. Why don't you tell him?
4: So our oh. characters all start singing Les Mis at the cops and Ro runs away. It's a great plan. <laughs> it works. Yay. Yeah, as
2: soon as he walks in,
3: Albion just kicks back his chair. Val
0: at last <laughs>
3: we see each other playing.
0: Um, and uh, to which Sergeant Ditko responds, before you say another word, Javert, <laughs> I get the metaphor, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> uh, that would be
2: great if that were canon, but it's not.
0: Well, it's definitely at the end of the episode, so good Yay. job. We did it. it.
4: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.